0: This is mind-boggling. 67% that's two out of every three Americans say their life has not turned out as they had hoped. That's a lot of unhappy, burned out people walking around. But how could that be possible? Is it because too many people have unrealistic hopes and dreams? Or maybe because people don't know how to be happy or what happiness even looks like? Whether you're part of the 67% not yet happy with how your life turned out or you're part of the minority that wants to make sure you keep living the life you hoped for, today's message is for you as we dive into what is really going on. Let's start by looking further into the idea that people are not happy because they have unrealistic hopes and dreams. What does unrealistic even mean? Similar words include foolish, impractical, illogical, silly, absurd, and impossible. Nobody wants to feel like their hopes and dreams are foolish or impossible. That's often why we seek entertainment that highlights people doing what's unrealistic. In fact, history is filled with examples of individuals doing what society already deemed foolish or impossible. From Egyptian pyramids to the Wright brothers learning to fly to carrying a high-speed computer in your pocket, people are constantly overcoming what was once thought ridiculous. So does this mean that every hope is realistic or there are no foolish dreams? No, but unrealistic hopes and dreams exist for different reasons than you might think. But first, I want to quickly address the outliers in this. People face terrible tragedies such as losing a loved one to accident or disease. No matter how well those individuals adapt, move forward and find happiness, I can't imagine they would say they are living the life they hoped for. I wholeheartedly commend those that find joy beyond tragedy and opportunity beyond loss. Yet those are the exceptions to the rule, the outliers. Most never face such circumstances, but still find themselves living less than they hope. So if you are part of the 67% who is not living the life you hoped for, ask yourself two questions. First, am I basing my hopes and dreams on things outside my control? And second, am I basing my hopes and dreams on what someone else has decided should make me happy? If you answered yes to either question, then your hopes and dreams are not founded on any real thought or plan. Such hollow efforts will always leave you feeling unsatisfied, but the good news is you don't have to stay trapped behind someone else's story. You can create realistic hopes and dreams that leave you fulfilled and satisfied. And here's how. Discover your vision. What do you want? What makes you happy? What are you willing to wake up early to do? Who do you see with you on this journey? Then decide your stories. You are not bound to the rules someone else says you should play by. You can let go of negative messages from your youth that still plague how you see the world today. And we all do that. And you get to decide what stories will lift support, and encourage you on your way to lasting happiness. Third is to do your planning. There are a couple phrases you've probably heard. Practice makes perfect. And the less familiar, work will win where wishy-washy wishing won't. These are true only if you have a clear plan that you can implement and review. This keeps you from practicing the wrong things while doing the right work. Continue to review and adjust, review and adjust, and most importantly, enjoy the process. The process is its own reward. Trying to enjoy the process leads into the other reason two out of every three Americans are not living the life they hoped for. Enjoying the process or finding joy in the journey are not characteristics most people automatically have. Like any other worthwhile trait, this can be developed. It can be magnified. So why don't we do that? Why don't we we know how to be happy or what happiness looks like? It's because most people are taught to look at external sources for internal validation. Feeling nervous about your job interview or afraid you won't keep your new gym habit? Just check out the news. With so much bad, angry division going on in the world, no wonder you're anxious or struggling to create good habits. I mean, the deck is just stacked against you, right? Fear sells because it follows the path. Of least resistance. And people let it chip away at their own happiness as they surrender to group thought and what is called the illusory truth effect. The illusory truth effect, which I call repetition bias because it's easier to say, is when someone is repeatedly exposed to information until they accept it as true. One example of this phenomenon is the 1947 marketing campaign by De Beers that turned diamonds from an ordinary gem into a required token of getting engaged. The catchy slogan of a diamond is forever was seen everywhere. Radio, billboards, flyers, and De Beer's tightly controlled supply to create scarcity while every celebrity and influential figure of the time pushed the propaganda. And now, couples start their marriages by going into thousands of dollars of debt for a must-have symbol. The apparently not so rare or unique, Diamond. Repetition bias is used by media and marketing campaigns to sell us what they want, to convince us that what they want to sell us holds the key to living the life you hope for. And it's a lie. People accept more and more with every repetition. But it's not just media and corporations. It's also well-meaning educators, religious leaders, and even parents. How many times were you told to sit down and be quiet, grow up, Get serious, go get a job, or fear God. Not necessarily bad advice, mind you, but when one becomes so focused on the result that they forget to communicate the reason, then the stage is set for an unfulfilled life. And unless parents seek out the tools they need to lead and to guide their children, they end up defaulting to control and coercion. And you, who were once that same child, begin repeating the same phrases you swore you'd never say that robbed you of your creativity and have you now living a life below what you hoped for. People don't know how to be happy or don't know what happy looks like because they have been repeatedly told it comes in a magic pill or a stiff drink or some form of status symbol, be it a diamond or corporate career. So how do you shed repetition bias so you can create the internal strength that you need to live the life you hoped for? It starts when you discover your values. Go back to the vision you created earlier. Who are you in that vision compared to who you are today? What do you stand for? What do you refuse to tolerate? The attributes you need in order to live the life you envision are the basis for the values you will live by. Discover those values and use them to decide your boundaries. You are to adhere to certain values, certain standards, then you must be willing to eliminate what distracts and embrace what empowers. And you do this with boundaries. What will you allow into your home, into your mind, into your body? What media, social networks, processed foods or bad habits will you no longer let into your daily routines? Decide how you will or will not speak to others or allow others to speak to you. Boundaries help you cut out the repetitive lies distracting you from the life you desire. Then, do your best. People set great goals, but then give up on them when they think they fall short. The simple truth is, you're going to fall short. And that's okay. When it happens, you evaluate and adjust. And as long as you keep going, you will hit your target. You will find yourself among the happy few who have intentionally chosen a life they love with those whom they love. But maybe... Living the life you hoped for feels like an impossible, unrealistic dream. I get it, which is why in this video, I share five specific things I do to this day to help me overcome overwhelm and find joy in the journey. Check it out now. Until next time, keep moving forward.